Welcome to another episode of Soul Flow Yoga. I'm your host, Jason. Today, I want to talk about presence. Um, I know it's things I've covered in the past, but I don't think I've fully covered it the way I'd like to, I guess. Or maybe there's just something I need to expand on. So, sorry. Presence. Um, it's something that has been very significant in a lot of my spiritual journey. So between meditating, plant medicine, um, just going through life, I find that focusing on your breath can be very profound. Um, it's how I started meditating, right? It's, it's kind of the foundation to meditation. And the reason why it is, is because it, helps you become present right like what i always say when you're focusing on your breath is you're using your breath as the anchor into the present moment because you can only focus on the current breath it's hard to reflect on how your last breath was but just feeling each breath in the moment as the air flows through your lungs in and out as you're you know like guided meditation, you can feel it in your nostrils, feel it coming out your nostrils, feel your stomach rising and falling, all those steps, all that process you're feeling, keeping you in a present moment. And why does that matter? Um, it matters because it's the only real thing. And not your breath is the only real thing, but the present moment is the only real thing. The past is over, means it doesn't exist anymore. It happened, but it's a memory. And the future will never happen. It's always going to be in front of you. And when we focus on things that aren't real, how do you think that affects our reality? If we're so focused on things that don't exist, it means we're ignoring the things that actually do exist in that present moment. Even right now, as I'm recording this, this is the only thing I'm focused on. I'm not worried about what I'm doing later or what I'm doing after or before none of that I'm just sharing my thoughts in this moment being present um, when I came back from Peru after 14 days and several several ayahuasca ceremonies um, one of my teachers asked me what was your biggest takeaway and I took a second I took a breath took me present and then I said how important our breath is. And it sounds so simple. And it's something that a lot of spiritual people can grasp the concept of it. But until you actually put it into work, until you start applying it in situations in life and actually bringing yourself present is when you'll really notice the difference. Uh, before I even started meditation, I think one of the times that it got me through was I dislocated my shoulder and it took them about five and a half hours to pop in because the emergency room was busy that day. And I remember most of the time, the only thing that got me through was closing my eyes and just breathing, not focusing on anything else. And in those moments, the pain was gone. And so that's when I kind of came to this conclusion this morning although maybe someone told me and I didn't listen, is that 
pain can't exist in the present moment. It doesn't exist in the present moment. And I'll give you another example of how. The float tanks, if you sensory deprivation tanks, if you've ever done one of those, they're really good for people with pain issues, like pain management. And one of the common testimonies of these people that have chronic pain is that that hour in the float tank is the only time they don't feel any pain. So what helps them not feel that pain? It's all of the all of the things that that sensory deprivation tank entails and the only thing that it can't deprive you of is your breath. The room temperature is the same as your skin, the water temperature is the same as your skin. There's no light. There's no sound. So all of your senses are deprived since sensory deprivation, right? And the only thing you're left with is your breath. And because your ears are underwater, you really can't hear your breath, but you can still feel it. And it's the only thing that exists. That in your heartbeat, you'll start hearing that. Um, but that's that's where the pain goes. The pain goes away because... So physical pain is just another version of emotional pain. Most of it is emotional pain that was never dealt with, and so it's manifested into physical pain so that you'll actually deal with it. At least that's my point of view. And so emotional pain, it's the same thing. Depression does not exist in that present moment. Anxiety doesn't exist in the present moment. Anxiety is worrying about the future. Depression is worrying about the past. Simplified. No, there's more to that. But that's the basics of it. So I woke up two days ago with this nasty kink in my neck. I got a massage. Did a lot of biofreeze and some quote-unquote muscle relaxers. The um, herbal kind that are legal in Illinois. Not that I care. Uh, and it helped, it definitely helped, but there was still this lingering pain and the stiffness was still there from time to time. And I mean, this, this pain was the reason why I kind of came up with this because when, when I would move my head in certain ways and it would be excruciatingly painful, I would just take a breath. Then the second I focused on my breath, that pain disappeared for a moment. And then once I thought about it, the pain came back. And then so I was literally like kind of torturing myself by focusing on my breath, seeing the pain, feeling the pain, focusing on my breath, pain, breath, pain, breath, pain. And I just kept kind of going back and forth with it. And, And then I was just like, as long as I'm present, this doesn't exist. As long as I'm in that present moment, it doesn't exist. It's almost like you forget that it's even there. And then I guess I kind of, as a healer, added on to that and was like, every moment that it's not there means it's getting better. And so even if it is only when I turn my head to the left or right, then every moment that I'm not and I'm not feeling that pain means it's getting better. So when I actually do turn to the left or right, it doesn't hurt as bad and it's getting better. And eventually it'll go away on its own time. And as I'm sitting here bobbing my neck all around, I still 
I feel a little bit, but I can beyond function, (laughs) which I couldn't two days ago. So stay present. Focus on the presence. It's very important. It's, I mean, it's not even that it's very important. It's the only thing that's real. So it's not even that it's important. It just is. And it only hurts you to ignore it. The other thing that I've been doing lately, and I guess I just want to share this and encourage people to do this, but I'm just enjoying life so much and I'm doing things that I don't think I normally would. Um, like getting out of my comfort zone seems to be a lot easier, but not only that, just treating people in the compassionate way that I've always intended, but doing it more meaningful and without expectation. I mean, I've used this example before, but when you hold the door open for someone, don't expect anything except for them to walk through the door. And even sometimes that's not going to happen. Sometimes people are so prideful, they're like, no, 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 you go. I'll hold the door for you. And sometimes you just need to honor that. Honor, Honor the fact that they're just being prideful in this moment and it would be more of a disrespect for you to insist they go first. But then there's going to be other people that are just so caught up in their world that they don't even realize that you actually like consciously held the door for them. Maybe they think you were just walking out or walking in and just conveniently happened to open for them. Maybe they're so lost in whatever they're dealing with in that moment. Whatever they're hyper-focused on because it's affecting them and pulling them from their present moment. So don't get upset if they don't say thank you. Some people don't know how to show gratitude. Some people aren't used to people being nice to them. So do it without expectation. Do it just because. Because why not? Because there's an opportunity to make someone's day a little bit better. I was just at Aldi's and I was getting ready to put my cart away and there was an old lady that just finished unloading her stuff into the car. I just offered to take her cart back for her because it looked like she was not moving too fast. And that means she just gets to hop in her car and drive off. And she she was grateful. It wasn't like a crazy interaction, just nice. And she wouldn't take my quarter for her cart. She's like, I'll give it to somebody else. So we gave away free carts. And then as I walked past her car as I left, I told her to have a good day. Like, just those interactions, like, I feel like they don't happen that often anymore. The only time those interactions happen is when there's an exchange happening. Usually throughout your day, the only people that do that are either people you interact with that you see before you come or go from wherever you're going, or, you know, people at a restaurant or fast food or grocery store or just anywhere that you're purchasing something and leaving, right? There's an interaction happening, and then it's like, oh, now I can tell someone to have a good day. Instead of just seeing a random person on the street and saying, hey, hope you have a good day. So I think we need more of that. We need more, just more random acts of kindness, more compassion without expectations. 
just that unconditional love. So I had I had a video that I recorded earlier that I'm not sharing because I said some personal things that I, I it's not my decision to share others personal things. But there is part of it that I did want to share with you and it was um just how I'm feeling. Like I like I had a really good day today. I accomplished things that I normally wouldn't. Some people might think it's stupid. I don't really care. It doesn't matter. It was my victory. And I knew it would make my wife happy, right? But that's not the reason. That wasn't my reason for doing it. My reason for doing it was because I was available. It wasn't difficult, although it felt like a task, like grocery shopping, like who wants to, right? But I'm I'm in a point where I believe that I'm capable of doing anything. And so the things that I normally wouldn't do for the first 15 years of my relationship, some of those things, it's like, no, I want to step up and do them. Like, I want to, I want to contribute in different ways. I want to contribute. I would like you, you know, there's, I feel like even in any relationship, there's just certain things that we kind of fall into this role. Um, I wouldn't expect my wife to try to figure out any computer stuff. Cause I have a degree in computers, right? She's Kate. She, she manages the dental. So we, we all have our strengths and we recognize those, but that doesn't mean that we always have to. Like, just because I'm tall, does that mean every time something's on the top shelf, I got to grab it? What if I'm not home? We got a stepping stool. It doesn't mean I mind doing it either, but sometimes it's nice for someone to do something for you that you know that you're actually more capable of. But they're like, you know what? I'm still going to do this for you. Like, I'm not just going to expect you to do it every time. And there's there's something to that. So anyway, so I was just like feeling myself today, you know, like, damn, Jason. Like, you know, at first I was like, yeah, Melissa's going to be happy. She's going to she's going to be proud of me. And I was just like, you know what? Although I appreciate it, I'm like, I'm happy. I'm proud of myself. Like, I'm. I like myself. And I started to reflect on my old self. And, you know, part of me is like, you know, there's, there's definitely things about my old self that I just didn't really like. But like I said, in the unconditional thing, looking at that and knowing that as much as I like who I am now better than my old version, my old version got me here. I needed that old version to get me where I was. I needed those, I needed those, those, um, those personality traits to protect me from whatever I thought I needed to until they're no longer needed. Until I could finally drop the shield, drop the armor, drop the sword, drop the weapons, realize that it's not a battle. I'm just fighting myself. I'm just trying to find ways to help everyone. That's all I want to do. It's been my intention for a long time. I just want to heal the world. I want to literally, like Michael Jackson's song, make it a better place. I just, and I feel like some of my point of views are good starts to that. And if we can all be allowed to truly love ourselves, it makes it easier to love anybody else. I was actually just wrapping up, so I got a phone call. I love you guys. 
I appreciate you guys. Love yourselves. Love one another. And I love you. Peace.